This is the World Industrial News for Thursday, May 26th, brought to you by Industrial Info Resources of Sugarland, Texas. This newscast is sponsored by Aviva. Listen to part two of their podcast, Addressing Climate Change with the Internet of Things and AI. So where I saw the uh, actual information becoming useful is that that's really a disruption in the information flow because it didn't know it was going to need the extra power and it didn't know how to get the power. So they actually purchase uh, very small, fast-moving assets that cost them uh, quite a lot of money. Basically, that's where the data come into it. You can't really run optimally unless you, first of all, know where you are and know where you need to be. And thirdly, you actually take action. Thank you. So, Pat, you know, there's there's so many encouraging solutions that are coming out around AI and the potentials here. What's necessary to ensure data quality into AI and, and other applications and solutions? I've heard you explain it before as AI being the shiny race car that everybody wants. But we all know that we need the highway built for those cars to optimize performance on. Can you talk to us a little bit about this, this foundational layer as a prerequisite to AI? What do we need to know to get there? It's a big question. Uh, getting the data and getting it in properly for what's expected by the application has been a challenge. So I can give a couple of examples there. One would be if you look within a facility, you look at the informational needs of an operator versus the, op- the informational needs of a maintenance person. An operator or operations, they basically are trying to have stability throughout the transient for material and energy balances, two, three days, something on that order. If you look at the maintenance people, they're looking for a cause and effect, a fault that may have caused a piece of equipment to fail. But they're looking at the same data. To hear the full podcast, search for IIR's Industry Today podcast on your favorite podcast provider. This will be the seventh year in a row for an above-average Atlantic hurricane season, the timing of which poses a risk to the global energy balance due to the dominance of U.S. crude oil and natural gas. The National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration released its annual forecast for hurricanes in the Atlantic a few short days before the official start of the hurricane season. The U.S. Energy Information Administration forecasts utility-scale solar generation will grow by 10 million megawatts across the U.S. between June and August, when compared with the same period last year. While U.S.-based solar companies are struggling with supply chain issues and tariffs on solar panel components, Canadian Solar Incorporated is planning to expand its production capacity in the coming years, growing its sales volume by a compound annual growth rate of about 50% to 2026. Global and U.S. electric vehicle sales more than doubled in 2021, according to a new report from the International Energy Agency. Sales have continued to rise in 2022, although supply chain issues and increasing raw material prices pose a threat to the sector's growth. 
Nippon Steel Corporation hopes to drastically strengthen its production of high-grade steel sheet, which is seeing heavy demand growth amid the boom in the electric vehicle market. And South Korea-based POSCO plans to invest about $55 million to expand its gas storage capacity as part of an overall expansion of its industrial gas business through 2024. For details on these and other breaking news, read the full stories at www.industrialinfo.com. I'm Peggy Tuck reporting for Industrial Info News.